0: Love talk radio <laughs>
1: All right, y'all, why you want to play them games on me? This is your boy, Rodney Perry, and this is Rodney Perry Live. We are live here on August the 4th, 2009, and uh, I'm excited about this show today. I'm excited about my guest today, and uh, I'm just excited about life in general. Uh, if you're a friend of mine on Facebook, on uh, MySpace, or on Twitter, I've been teasing an announcement for the last couple of weeks, and uh, it's almost time to make that announcement. I will make it before this show is over today. Uh, shouts out to my my friend uh, and colleague, um, Monique. And shouts out to all the comedians in the comedy world, uh, my circle, uh, Joy Wells, uh, David Arnold, uh, um my brother Ryan um i i just i just been really uh reflecting on um my comedy as of late and and really you know being appreciative of the journey i think that as we um make our steps towards success fame and fortune you really have to be mindful of your journey because while you're on this road it doesn't seem like all that, you know. I mean, we go through the ups and downs, we go through the, the the trials and tribulations, and and the struggle. And sometimes you're like, man, is it all worth it? But really, success, and you gotta subscribe to this thought at some point. Success is in the journey, because you know when you're sitting in your lavish mansion and and you're um, um, traveling around the world on your private jets, and you're, you you can become isolated. So um, you will relish those times when you had that anonymity. So uh, I'm thankful for the fact that, you know, everybody don't know, you know, and it's okay. So um, hopefully you can find some solace in that as well. Uh, My name is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. It's a weekly show right here on Blog Talk Radio. Shouts out to Blog Talk Radio uh, for giving uh, uh, people like myself a form you know, to, to promote and produce their own shows, and uh, I'm excited about this show today. My guest today is uh, really a legend on so many different levels. Uh, I mean, this guy is a songwriter, uh, a, a, a multi-instrumentalist, if you will. I mean, he plays many instruments. He's a band leader. Uh, he's a producer. He's a singer. Uh, he does so many things well, and... That's a gift in itself, you know. I'm I'm a comedian. I it ain't really uh, <clears throat> a whole lot else I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? So uh, with that, uh, I, I'm excited to uh, to have on the show today, and he'll be coming on any minute, Mr. Chucky Booker. And for those of you who don't know, man, it, Google. This man, and you'll realize not only do you know him, but you have known him for some time. You know his work. You know uh, what he's doing, how he's doing it. And uh, he he's just one of those guys that's been uh, putting his stamp on the business for some time. Uh, let me check these lines. I want to say hi to this young lady who has uh, been, been listening to, to the show, and she probably doesn't even know I'm going to come to her, Sherry. Hello? Oh this is this Marcelina? Hello. I thought you was my sister. That's my sister has that, that Dallas line too. Marcy, how you doing this morning? Uh, I'm good. I, uh, I bet you like, what are you doing talking to me? Yeah. I, I just I just wanted to uh check with you and um and say hi, how you doing this morning?
2: I'm excellent.
1: Marcelina Oline is one of my friends. Uh, we worked on the Monique show together and she's she's probably the one person I can say that that has listened to you know all of my shows, so thank you so much, Marcy. And uh, hang on the line, we got a great show line to, to, for you today. Chucky Booker is in the house. What do you think about that?
2: Oh, turn away. I can't
1: wait. <laughs> Did you just bust a note? I love it. All right, hang on, baby. Uh, this is Rodney Perry live. You're on. Who, who am I speaking with? Nine five one nine seven zero.
3: Oh, this is Dwayne Omar.
1: Oh, what's up, Dwayne? Hey, man, hold on, <laughs> Dwayne Omar, producer uh, extraordinaire. I just did a, a music video with his with his group that is incredible. Uh, the Swag Kids—they're they're the next uh, big group to grow up, blow up. Dwayne, hang on the line, man. I, I got a, uh, I got a special caller calling in right now. This is probably my guy. Uh, you're on the line, Rodney Perry, live.
0: Hey, what's going on, Rodney?
1: Is this Chucky? This is Chucky, man. Oh, my God. Finally got you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's give this guy a proper introduction. That's why I like to do it on the Rodney Perry live show. Um, singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, if you will, band leader, producer. Um, and when I say producer, I mean for the likes of some of uh, our favorite groups from Everybody from Janet Jackson to Barry White to Layla Hathaway to Invogue Vogue to Troop to Cool and the Gang to Diana Ross, this man's fingerprint is definitely on our psyche in music as I know it. I'm a 30-something, approaching 40, so as I begin to look at Chucky e. Booker's imprint on my life, I really was taken aback on how many people that you've actually touched um since we've been um paying attention. And I can only imagine the people that I don't even know about. I'm sure you can school us. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, show some love for my guest for the day, Mr. Chucky Booker. What's up, Chucky?
0: What's going on, Rodney?
1: <laughs> <laughs> man, man, again, thank you so much for, for agreeing to do this interview. I, I am such a huge fan. Um let, let's jump right into it. Chucky e. Booker, singer. Okay. Because you, you, wear, you wear a lot of hats. So <laughs> yeah. a, as a singer, what's your, what's your method? My
0: method, is, as far as being a singer, well, this is pretty interesting because I really don't consider myself, you know, as a singer. How I tripped on being an artist in this business was actually by accident. Um, I was um pretty much here to be a musical director. I wanted to be a writer, I wanted to be an arranger. Uh that was actually wanted to be my that was my forte. That's what I wanted to be. And I was working with a jazz saxophonist named Gerald Albright and his manager at the time needed some songs. So he said, Hey man, we're working on Gerald's record. I want you to submit some songs and I did that. And on the flip side of that um, tape, I had some demos that I had uh, worked on with me singing, and it was by accident. I I gave him the tape, and he called me, and he said, Hey, man, he says, I love the stuff you know that you did. He said, but who's this cat singing on the other side of the tape? And I'm like, what? It's like, I, I didn't remember. <laughs> <All> <laughs> you know, right, right. He said, man, there's this cat on here singing some song called Don't You Know I Love You or something. I'm like, oh, snap. I'm like, wait a minute. That that was me just doing a demo. But you know, I said forget about that, and he's like, no, 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 no. Right. You know, you need to uh, like, you know, jump into that. You need to like, you know, work on being an artist. And I really didn't want to do that, so it was okay. it was by accident. Yeah, wow. And, that, and that's real. That's real. It was by accident.
1: So, so uh, you kind of get ushered into being an artist by accident. Yeah. Um, Now, all of a sudden, you're traveling and you're doing your own stuff. What what was that like?
0: Man, that was crazy. Uh, Like I said earlier, I I was not planning on being an artist. So that just happened by, you know, running into Janet Jackson. You know, at the time, this was around 1989, right after I had finished uh, my debut record. And uh, I ran into her at the Rhythm Nation party and she says, "Look, um I know you just dropped a record and I'm about to go out on tour, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to need somebody to come in to put my show together." Right. So I was like, "Wow, you know, <laughs> that's crazy." It's like just being in the right place at the right time.
1: Wow. And
0: then I was the opening act on Rhythm Nation on 1814, on top of being her musical director. So that was really big for me, man. That just kind of opened up every door imaginable.
1: Wow. That, how yeah. awesome is that? And you couldn't have planned that. Like, you know, no. people talk about, you hear people talk about the secret, you know, and how, yeah. you know, if you if you can fathom something. But, you know, I, I'm of the mindset that there are some things that you couldn't have asked for. Absolutely. Like, there's, I, I there's totally agree with you. you you, your mind couldn't wrap, couldn't have said, "Hey, by the way, God, if you think about it, put <laughs> me at this party with Janet on yeah. Wednesday."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's you know what? It's, you're absolutely right, man. There's just no way. There's just no way.
1: Now, now, um, Chucky e. Booker, singer, songwriter, um, band leader a uh, tour organizer, <laughs> how are you able to successfully navigate so many different areas of the industry?
0: Um, I think a lot of that has to do with my upbringing. Uh, I've had some of the, the, I would say, the most prolific teachers in the game. You know, um, my godfather was Barry White, mm. and he pretty much adopted me into the business uh pretty much when i was like 10 years old you know he brought me took me under his wing you know i was with him when he recorded a lot of those hits and i had a chance to really sink in a lot of knowledge man and i saw how he wore a lot of hats being mm. an artist being a writer producer um oh man just so many things and you know as a kid when you have something like that to look up to man that's just that's really big man and that, that did it for me. That was like the ground base for me doing what I'm doing now, was being around him. And and not just as a musician or as a writer, but he also as a father figure.
1: Right. And so that was really big for me. Now, you say Godfather. That's your, your regulation Godfather? Y'all did the little ceremony everything?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? In his own kind of way, he did, you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, he did it in his own kind of way. The way he did it was it was really funny. Um, I was like ten years old, and he came over to my mom's house, and you know, I knew who he knew who he was at the time. He had just dropped his his first single, so he was he was huge, man. And he right. walked in, and he said, um, "Yeah, your mother Celestine told me that, John. You play the piano?" And I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Well, why don't you play something for me?" So I played something, and. Him and my mom talked for a minute, and he came back, and he said, from this point on, you're my, you know you're my godson. You're rolling with me. Come on, let's go. And that was wow. it. Wow. <laughs> and, and that was it, man. That was, it was just Get like that. Get out of here. How just awesome
1: is that? It's crazy. You know? <laughs> now, now, as a kid, you know, you hear, you hear this story time and time again with uh, a children that are blessed with musical ability. Um, was it a burden for you as a kid?
0: You know what, as a kid, sometimes it is, you know, it's, I mean, you know, you have your friends and, you know, when you're in school and you're young young and you're trying to, you know, be a normal kid, but at the same time, it is, it's it's a blessing and it's a curse, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like your friends are like, hey man, can you play Charlie Brown or do this, you know, when you're in school, that's cool, you know, but as far as um, the other side of it, it can be difficult. You know, it could be very difficult growing up. It it really is, man. Right. But I had a chance to, you know, get all of that in my system and I learned very quick at a you know, quick age, how to deal with it. So, now
1: now you, you strike me as a, a nice guy and, and and you know, I'm of the mindset. I, I think I'm a nice guy too. I think nice guys finish last, especially in a shrewd business as the the record business. How do you maintain your niceness? I,
0: how do you contain your niceness wow yeah. you know what just being yourself man yeah. you know the business is shrewd and and it's a cutthroat business and uh, but you just maintain i you know i think a lot of that has to do with just your upbringing man okay yeah it just has to do with with your family and your upbringing and you know learning how to be humble man and and just being just being who you are I mean, if you're just like a downright, just outright, just bad cat, you know, and you do nasty things or dirty things, and you know what, if that's who you are, then be that. You know, mm. just like don't
1: portray something that you're not.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is who I am, so...
1: Wow. You know, you just I, be I, a, I, I live my life this way. I, I ask any man, be consistent with me. Even if you're a yeah. bad dude, be yeah. bad all the time.
0: Yeah, that's exactly
1: <laughs> And then at least I know yeah. who I'm dealing with. You know who you're
0: dealing with. Exactly.
1: Yeah. You know, exactly. so if I need a asshole, I go get this guy.
0: Exactly, right. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Know. So yeah, so you know. as a producer, you produce for such a, 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 a group of different sounding people. So mm-hmm. um from Troop to Layla Hathaway to In Vogue to Beck Midler mm-hmm. to Diana Ross to in the Gang I yeah. mean that couldn't be a different or more different group of people. So uh how do you approach each individual differently?
0: I think I go by track record. I look at the um the individuals, you know, discography, I look at their career uh, a lot of those things are very important, you know, because I grew up in a, a musical family. I've listened to all types of music, from country to gospel to pop, R&B, jazz. I mean, everything. My entire family is musically inclined, all the way down to my grandmother. So it was no problem for me to adjust and adapt uh, to all types of music, because that's just in my blood. So when I work with all of these different types of artist. Um, it's not, it's so easy for me to just blend in and do whatever I need to do to get it done. It's just, it's that easy for me. Wow. You know, yeah, that's a blessing for me.
1: Now, now, what's the difference in terms, for you, in terms of dealing with a a Barry White, which is an established name, mm-hmm. or a Bette Miller or a Diana Russell, that's established versus uh, when you broke a group like Troop? Wow.
0: there There are big differences because... Uh, you have to look at a, a group like Troop, who, uh, like you said, there were no name, didn't have any type of um, uh, no no type of no, notoriety. So what you have to do is you have to think twice as hard. You have to work twice as hard. Everything that you write, everything that you produce, you have to think this has to be twice as good as anything you've ever worked on that or people that are established because. If you don't, I mean, this is like your one chance, and if you can't get that chance, and I mean, if you don't get that that pop on the first single or the or album, and you don't, it it doesn't work, man. That might be your only chance. Wow. So you have to work twice, three, four times as hard, man, to try to make that project work with a new artist, man, because you never know when you're going to get that chance again. So it, all I to do... me, it's a lot more work. Yeah.
1: All I do, spread my wings. Mm-hmm. Great songs, Thank and you. now that I look back, and you know, I imagine you not only influenced their music, but their look, because they had the Chucky e. Booker box. <laughs> <rocks. laughs>
0: well, you know what, Steve Russell, he's the you know the least one of the least singers from Truth Man. That was like my little brother, man. So okay, I go pick him up from school, man. You know, and we go hang out and. You know, so you know, you kind of once you start hanging around a lot of people, you start like you know, dressing like them, kind of being like them, and you know, so yeah, he was like my little brother, man. Got it. Got said it. That. A lot of huh? people, a lot of people have said that. You know, they're like, "Yeah, Chucky, man, I saw you in this video. You know, you were on the beach, man, playing the piano with your little tail in the back." I'm like, "Nah, bro, that's that's Steve. <laughs> that's that's Steve Russell. That's <laughs> that's not me." Hilarious. <laughs> I get that all the time.
1: Wow, man, that is that is awesome to me. Yeah. So, uh, producer, music director, I mean tours, Rhythm Nation, yeah. Crazy, Sexy, Cool, yeah. uh, New Edition coming home, yeah, coming home tour, yep. Faith Evans, Keep the Faith, yeah. Yep. The, the, uh, the, the heart of the city with Jay Z and Mary J. Blige, yeah. Touring with Lionel Richie, mm-hmm. another group of very different people, right? What what is music directing?
0: Musical directing is pretty much, it's not just about music. A lot of people would think it is. I mean, you do have those type of things you have to do, you know, putting the, the show, the pacing, uh, working with the artist, making sure that they feel comfortable with the flow of the show, picking the right songs at the right time. You know, you got to we have to have a show, an hour show that's banging just as hard as a two-hour show. There's so many intangibles involved. Right. Uh, people don't realize it, you know, it's a lot of work and, you know, it, it's tough. But when you do it for so long, you know, it becomes natural and, you know, you, you can get have a knack for it. And I've just always had, you know, a knack for that, you know, putting a show together, you know, starting with Janet. And it also helps when you got hits.
1: Right. The more, the more
0: hits you have, the easier the show is to put together.
1: Is, is it easier, though? Because I would think with somebody like Janet who's had so many hits – Your dilemma becomes, what do I not do?
0: Oh, no, it is totally the opposite.
1: Okay. (laughs) The more
0: hits, the better. I mean, if you have more hits, you can always take a few songs and put them into, like, a medley form or what have you. But let's say you work with an artist who only has one hit, but you have to do an hour show. Okay, that's where the work comes in, because now you've got to find out, how can I put a show together with dynamics, put a thing here without Giving that one hit song away. You don't want to put that hit song at the beginning of the show because then after that, people are going to be like, okay, well.
1: Thank that's you. It. Good night.
0: Yeah, what's he going to do? Just do a bunch of covers? You're going to just, just sing a bunch of Al Green songs? Or, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> that's tough,
1: man. <laughs> that's tough. I'm so in love, in love with you. <laughs> I love it.
2: <laughs>
1: now, 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 what are you thinking about the state of the industry? Now, I mean,. I, I realize there's a lot of people doing a lot of collaborations, and oh, I yeah. think that ultimately affects their live show because you can't afford to do a tour with Kanye and you know and you know eight or nine different artists and and have have my man come in and auto tune everything. I mean,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, how can
1: you really legitimately do a live show when you have that many collaborations on your album? Man, you know
0: what? It's, that's just the state of the state of the industry, man. That's where it is. I, I can't see it that way. Maybe a lot of people can't, but it is what it is. So right. either you, you do something about it, you either get all those people that you did the collaborations with and try to tour or just do it by yourself. Right. And usually nine times out of ten, that's very difficult to pull off. It's very difficult. Some people can do it. Some people can't. Right, yeah this industry is i mean really changed i'm not saying it's for the better or for the worse. It's just changed, so for me, the music industry is right now is pretty much it to me it's all about live show. Can you go out there and put a live show together and really make money, man, and really entertain these people that's where it is. you know anybody now nowadays, anybody can write a song,
1: mm. you
0: buy a Mac computer. Get Garage Band, you put a couple of loops together and sing, oh, da, 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 and then you got a hit. It's that simple. Now anybody could do it, but everybody can't be an entertainer. Everybody wow. can't perform live. That, to me, that's going to be the key of the music industry in the future. So
1: Who's that's the, best? the way I look at it. Who's the best live performer you ever saw?
0: Wow, the best live performer I ever saw, I would have to give. Man, that that's a tough one, man. <laughs> that's a really tough one. But if I had to give it, I would say during the the uh, Purple Rain tour when I saw Prince, man, he was at his oh man, he was he was in his prime, man. He he slayed him, he killed him. I had never seen anybody perform like that, and I just really? from, Yeah, man, from the beginning of the show all the way to the end, he put on a show. I've never ever seen anybody do that i mean as far as being a complete artist i'm talking about you know dancing singing playing all the instruments that that killed me i mean i've always been a prince fan but on the flip side of that uh mj on the bad tour when i seen him do his thing i mean they're they're two completely different artists in my opinion but Uh you know they have an entertainment quality about him like about them like no other. So those two, I would have to, you know, flip-flop.
1: Okay. More, yeah, for me. Now, now um, speak to me about work ethic, because I, I would imagine that a person doesn't get to where Chucky Bookie is without having an incredible work ethic.
0: Wow. You know, uh, my work ethic pretty much goes into pre-production. You know, when I work with an artist, uh, all of my work ethic goes into listening to that artist, their, you know, their their discography, listening to all their hits, listening to songs that weren't hits. I listen to every aspect um, of an artist's career. I go back, if they have videos, I watch the videos, I see their body language, I just everything that I can find out about that artist, I will do that before I get in to start to work and do whatever I have to do. And that goes as far as from writing and production all the way to musical directing. It goes both ways for me. You know, because I can't do my thing unless you really know the history about that person. It's just
1: Right. I mean
0: you can go in dry, but I mean man, that's 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 crazy to me.
1: So so so, so like when I look at an artist like a Layla Hathaway Yes. Why doesn't the world know? You know, a lot of that
0: has to do with, um, I mean, believe it or not, a lot of it has to do with the record company. has a lot to do with marketing and and distribution and and just putting what whichever artist in the right path in order for them to display their talent. You know that that is so important. I mean, I love Layla. Layla is like one of my favorite.
1: I think singers. she's so awesome, and, man. And to see her live, awesome. and she's incredible. And and yeah. I'm always sitting there watching her, going, everybody needs to hear this.
0: Yes, of course I I feel the same way. It's just a matter of just being, you know, in the right place at the right time and having the right people to believe in you, you know. And right now this this business is just so money hungry driven on just fast production whatever sounds like today. It's like there's no really no originality, you know, left anymore. Most of all, the artists have the same producers that work with, you know, eight, nine, ten of the other artists that are out there, so everything Uh is just being regenerated. It's not like back in the day, you know, when you had, you know, Earth Wind, the Ohio Players, the Commodores, you know, Prince, and then you had, all just, I mean, Teddy P, and everyone just had their own original thing about them, you know, and these days you don't have that anymore. And it's not that there aren't artists out there, who can do that, who have the originality. It's just that the industry won't allow it. Wow. You know, they won't allow it. They won't allow it because they don't want to take the time to to uh to invest their time and money into that particular artist. There are a few people that do that. Clive Davis is one. Uhhuh. Clive is old school and you know he has people around him that believe in that. We gotta nurture this artist, you know Get this, yes. you know, I mean, he's really... Let, let the
1: artist find he, yes, his voice.
0: Yes, yes, you know. And, you know, and a lot of that have, takes a lot of time, a lot of patience, and a lot of money. And a lot of, you know, record companies and execs don't have time for that. They're like, right. look, let's get, us a, let's get us a hit real quick. Let's find the best cats out there who have the best record. Get them a hit. Let's put it on this artist, and then let's just shoot it out there. And if it's, you know, we'll throw it. And if it sticks to the wall, then that's what we'll run with.
1: If not, so be that,
0: it. Yeah, so be it. If not, so be it. And that's just how the business is, man. A lot of wow. people don't understand that, but it is what it is. So either, I, I, yeah,
1: I know you're working with Keisha Cole now.
0: Yeah, and I, I just, yeah, I, I worked with her on her last tour that she did with uh, Little
1: Wayne. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what's it like working with her? How cool is she?
0: She's very cool. Yeah. yeah, she's very cool. Too. I mean, she's straight up, man. She knows what she wants. She knows exactly what needs to be done and how it's, you know, how it needs to be done. And and I respect people that way. You know, I respect them. Once they say, look, this is what I need, then boom, you give it to them and you don't. It's that simple. So she knows what she wants. There are a lot of artists out there that don't know what they want, so they're looking right. for some guidance, you know. Okay. And that's cool, too. You know, I... I like I said, I do my homework, so I try to um, help in whatever area I can to make sure that they have the best show possible.
1: Is there anybody Chucky Booker won't work with?
0: Um, no, I can, I can work with anybody. Right. Yeah. As long as I know that they're putting their 100% into it just as much as I am. I would hate to work with someone that's just like, man, that's not really just doing it just to do it. Because my heart is in it, man. This is what I do, and it's always been this way. So, but I, I can work with anybody. It
1: doesn't. Matter. You know what? I, you know what? I I totally believe you. You know what I mean? Some people say that, and you're like, yeah, right. No, nah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I can work with anybody, man.
1: So, yeah. so, man, your fingerprint is literally on on the last 20 years. I mean, looking back now. And to say, man, 20 plus years producing, yeah. music directing, singing, songwriting, um, what's your retrospective of your career to this point?
0: Wow. You know, I would like to say at this point how I look at my career, and it's like driving a thousand miles from point A to point B. Some people get in and they start right off at 100 miles an hour. Mm. And then before they get to point B, they kind of slow out a little or they die out. Some people kind of start out very, very slow, maybe 15 miles an hour. But by the time they get to point B, they're up to 100 miles an hour. My career... I think I've done fifty miles an hour from point A to point B. There's no more, no less. It's just been a smooth ride, man. Right. Fifty miles an hour just from point A to point B. You know. And that's cool with me. I'm I'm cool with that. You know, I don't need mega success to to define myself, you know, as a person or as my career has unfolded. I'm I'm cool with that, man. I, I just love what I do. I enjoy what I do. You know, and if anyone that needs my help in any capacity as far as you know musically whatever and and I'm there and I have the time, man, I'll do it. I'll go all wow. out one hundred and ten percent every time
1: wow that, that's yeah. amazing to me man so uh what what do you say to the young guy out there that's that's a musician or an artist that that aspires to to get into this business
0: my um what i what I would i guess offer it would be not from a musical standpoint but from a business standpoint to me it's business first then it's music and that's just from the experience that i have had you know in my 20 plus years of being in this business you got to get your business straight man know exactly what it is that you want to do you have to have a long a short term and a long term goal as far as what you want to do to make your plan you're in this business. You have to learn how to work your game, man. You have to learn how to make connections and don't burn any bridges. Why? Those are key points, man, in surviving in this music business because if you don't have the connections and the contacts, you can't be heard. I don't care how great your stuff is or how great your music or your, your tracks or you know, you've got to make those connections, man, and, and that's just A1. That's that's just, like, number one of all time when it comes to being a producer or a writer in this business. Right. you got to have those connections, man.
1: Wow! Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's Rodney Perry live, Blog Talk Radio. I'm I'm talking to the world famous Mr. Chucky e. Booker. I'm 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 so uh, in awe of this man, it, it, the human being, the songwriter, the singer. Uh, how many instruments exactly are there?
0: <laughs> as far as what just it, that I that you,
1: play? That you play? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Well, um, it's it's not a lot. I mean, it's basically uh, your Keyboards, drums, um, guitar, bass guitar. I actually started on piano when I was very young, but then I picked up the bass guitar when I was like 14, 13, or 14, and I just stayed with it, man. So I would just say the basic rhythm section, which okay. consists of, yeah, you know, keyboards, bass, guitar, and drums.
1: So which, one, which instrument gets the most women? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I would probably have to say, well, it depends. You have to say what kind of women. See.
1: Okay, so each that, instrument. It.
0: it depends on what kind of women. Okay. Yeah, well, bro, each, can, can, can you please? You got to remember, brother. You got to remember, brother. Each inter- instrument represents a different type of woman that you, you know, you attract. So. Okay. Okay. You see? <laughs> me. see I didn't know
2: it <laughs> Well, I, I'm, I'm trying to school you, man. Okay, see? so
1: so if you're a drummer, you get. You get a, a beat-down
2: woman? <laughs> oh,
1: you crazy, Rodney. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: She's she a little swole up around the eye, you know? Yeah.
2: She's <laughs> swole around she the eye, yeah, She can man. take a punch.
1: She can take a punch. If she... yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah,
2: I'm
0: that's wrong. physical ones, man. <laughs> yeah, you get them ones that walk up to you with them Arnold Schwarzenegger arms, man. Because, yeah. See, they looking at you hitting them drugs and you sweating the whole night, man, they be like, yeah, this brother could go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you get them physical and them physical ed teachers, man, up on you.
1: Hilarious! So each <laughs> instrument drives a different. See, see, you learn yeah. something every day here on Roddy Perry Live, y'all. This is so awesome, Chucky. I don't want to. I don't want to take up too much more of your time, man. I know your time is valuable. Uh, I want to. I want to thank you for for taking time out of your busy schedule to sit and have this conversation with me. It's it's been a, no problem, an incredible man. interview. I am. Such a huge fan.
0: Thank you, man. Yeah. I'm a big fan too, Rodney. Let's not get it twisted, man. <laughs> you crazy, man. And this has been an honor for me. I really Dude, do appreciate it, man.
1: I, I was so floored when I cause, and, and this is how powerful the internet is and how powerful mediums like Facebook and MySpace and, yeah. and Twitter are. Uh, I, I hit Chucky. I'm expecting it to be Chucky's publicist. <laughs> You know, Chucky hit me like, like, yo, son, I'm a fan of you like, yeah, I, <laughs> I sure did. And then quoted one of my jokes. I was like, yes, what? Come on, man. Man, that is so amazing to me, dude, that, that yeah. you know, <laughs> you go through this business and, and you really think that nobody knows you exist. No, and, man. And, you know, to, yeah. to, have, to have a guy of your caliber stop and, and take out your valuable time to come on the show, it's incredible. Once again, I thank you. And, um, uh, it's been amazing, man. Any, any parting words with us before you get out?
0: No, I just want to say, man, just thank you to everybody out there who supported, you know, me. And definitely I just want to say thanks to you, man. I, I appreciate you, man, and I look forward to listening to all your shows, man, from this point on, man.
1: Hey, hey Chuck, it. let me tell you something. Uh, we friends.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> You can't get rid of me from now on.
2: We... <laughs> oh, no, no.
0: And you got to remember that, man. Whenever I get close to your town, man, all you got to do is just holler
1: at me, man, and I'll hook you up, man. So it's, it's a wrap. Yeah, Dun it's dear. a wrap. Done deal. Hey, man, thank you so much. Hey, y'all, this got is Rodney it. Perry Live. Our guest for today, Mr. Chucky Booker. Chucky, thank you, brother. You got it, man. Yeah. Hey, y'all. This this show is so off the chain. Now you know how we do it every week on Rodney Perry Live. I go to my girl Toya Norwood. She's on the line waiting to give you the hottest of the hot dish. Toya, what's going on with you today, babe?
4: Not much, man. I didn't know that. Uh, you know, different instruments get different type of type of you know
1: people. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know what? You know, you know me and Chucky, we go way back, and uh, we was talking about <clears throat> about the different you know. I'm sorry, go
2: ahead.
1: <laughs> it
4: is true, though. You do do look at them drummers like that, though. <laughs>
1: see, see, look at you. I know,
4: don't, right? Don't don't,
1: don't, don't be don't be a hoe on the phone, you
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, I'm going to keep it low-key. Well, Please keep why it low-key. Low key. I don't know. This story's kind of a little bit hot right now, so I don't know how clean I can keep it. But, you know, for right. Eminem, Mariah Carey, and Nick Cannon, you know, this whole fiasco. I mean, it's just going way
1: beyond. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Toya, tell you, tell you, before you get into it, every week you hit me with some stuff I ain't never heard of. That's how gangster <laughs> you are. So <laughs> when you be saying, like, I know y'all heard about this, I personally don't know nothing. <laughs> So, please, enlighten me.
2: Okay,
4: I will enlighten you. All right, so for weeks now, actually for months now, Eminem, Nick Cannon, Mariah Carey have been beefing. And the reason being is the fact that Eminem actually saw or used to see Mariah Carey. Now, Nick Cannon's a little bit jealous, you know, the fact that they saw each other. And he's kind of telling, you know, Eminem, you know, kind of move on with your own life. You know, I got her now, so leave her alone. But Eminem had – came out with a song called Warning. Now, this song talks about Mariah Carey and how they had their one love affair. And he's kind of disappointed that you know Mariah kind of dissed him after that, and he kind of wanted to keep up this little affair. But if you listen to the warning words, it's kind of graphic. And he's kind of saying the fact that they they didn't get intimate, but they did a little something, and the end result was he kind of released a little bit early. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? And Mariah Carey did not like that and kind of dissed him and was very embarrassed on the fact. So she didn't bring it up, didn't think nothing about it. Now he came out with the song saying, you know, I got pictures of you on my phone, and I'm about to expose you.
1: <laughs> yeah, <but them laughs> so whack, like, man. He, he, he's got real issues with dealing with women. How, every woman he liked don't like him, his baby mama, everybody. So we need to go sit down somewhere.
4: I know, but man, if you listen to the words, you can see why they don't like him.
1: <laughs> well, they they both they both about twelve pounds apiece. Him and Nick Cannon. That'd be a good fight, though. They both like featherweights.
4: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know, he was trying to be he was trying to be hard at the beginning. You know, back away from my wife. And now he's trying to give like Bible verses, saying, you know, uh, let's just not hate each other. <laughs> oh God! <All> right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Get out of here.
4: Right. Okay, so what else I got? Method Man's getting sued for shooting a fan. Now, Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, clap your head. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. What happened was, you know, Method Man on his bus, you know, tour bus, and I guess one of the fans was trying to reach out to him saying, you know, hey, I want an autograph. So he raised down the window, and he had a little pellet gun and decided he wanted to shoot this fan because she asked for an autograph after a concert at the House of Blues. Now, come on now. Are you serious? (laughs) A pellet gun.
1: (laughs) You know what? Wait a minute, though. though. Wait a minute, Toy. You got to look at this from a comedian perspective. That's (laughs) got to be funny as hell when you do that.
4: (laughs) And you know, Bobby, he was on that stuff. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: He would be on that narcotic now.
4: Right, right, right. So, you know, I'm probably sure it was real hilarious. But, you know, I'm one of them that was a victim of a gun, and I almost lost my eye. And that that stuff hurt for
1: real. Yeah, that gun is not a game. So get out of here. <laughs> that is crazy. Well,
4: you know, I know, right? But he's got to learn his lesson when he gets to court, because I know she's going to get a
1: little bit of change. She going to get something. But, you know, man, the Man ain't got no money. Let, let me tell you all out, out there at Radio Land something. Okay. These artists, most of them is broke. You know what I'm saying? They look good and everything. They look like they got stuff, but they don't. All of them don't have no money. If you ain't heard a hit in over five years, that money gone.
4: I know, right? And for rappers, less than six months, right?
1: <laughs> I know, really, really. If you ain't got uh, what T Pain did you a hit this year, you you might not have nothing.
4: <laughs> I know, right? So so the only what what else rock here right now is uh Drake. <laughs> Drake uh got some serious cash.
1: Yeah, he he's killing the game right now. Drake is killing the game. so so what else is happening out there? What else can we look for? Okay,
4: so also my boy can't wait till he get out. You know Shine. Shine is about to get parole. They say on October sixth of this year. However, he had a parole hearing today. And um you know, word on the street is, is Jay Z visited Sean just a few days ago from prison and um he offered him a record deal with Rock Nation. So wow. you know, I can't wait wait because, you know, my bad boy's original song that was the jam. That
1: that was <laughs> that was very hot. now Rock Nation, that's that's uh Jay Z and Live Nations collaboration, am I right? There you go. Absolutely. Now now what's yeah. this thing I heard about Jay Z and Kanye getting into it? Did you hear that?
4: I heard that a few months ago, a while ago, but I, I mean, as of recently, I haven't heard anything. If anything is, it's kind of low key, you okay. know, right now. But um, you know, everything so far is, I mean, is all good, you know.
1: Okay, now what, what what also, are the hot, what are the hot buys out there? I know you that. Yeah, for those of you don't know, Miss Toya Norwood, she's got her finger on the pulse of everything that is hot. So, uh, to tell us what, what's what's the hot buys out there right now.
2: Well,
4: you definitely want to actually check my Facebook page because uh, there is a um, a phone power and it's a a power phone, digital phone service that you can get a local number anywhere for $14.95 a month, which is great. Wow. And also, if you also check, I have a Best Buy link on my um Facebook page, and you can get, you know, total surround, sound, HDTV, home theater, no interest for two years. So you might want to check that out.
2: Get out of here. Yeah.
1: You got that on your Facebook page. Yeah. You
2: know
4: Girl, we got to talk.
1: We got to talk. Hey y'all, y'all, y'all tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. This is Miss Toya Norwood. Toya, you, you got any anything in closing for the people before you get out?
4: Well, I saw that you posted a big um, announcement. I don't know that I missed it or what. Is you, it you have out? not
1: missed the announcement. You got to tune in. I will be making it before we get out of here today. So uh, okay. you're welcome to stay on the line. And uh, I got so many people in the chat room. So many people uh, on the line here. So I want to get to some of these callers, ladies and gentlemen. My right hand, Miss Toya Norwood. All right, have a good one. I love Hey, So this is Rodney Perry Live. Again, thank you to Chucky Booker. Chucky was so awesome today. If you want to uh, support this show, um, uh, this is Blog Talk Radio. For those of you in the chat room, if this is your first time listening, this is, this is a hot medium. I really believe this is the next Facebook, MySpace, or YouTube. And um, uh, you guys that have tuned in today, I see a lot of guests. Uh, that have come in that lets me know that you guys have come in from MySpace or Facebook or Twitter. Thank you, guys. Favorite the show favorite the show, and if you've got any friends that missed it, it's not too late to catch it. Of course, you can archive the show. Uh, you can pull it into your iTunes, and uh, you can check me out, of course, at RodneyPerry.com. Check my schedule. I'll be in uh, Tacoma, Washington tomorrow. Uh, if you're listening to this live, I'll be in Tacoma, Washington tomorrow um, uh, uh, with this show. You can, you can find the link for it on my Facebook page as well. And um, uh, Next week, my guest next week um, world-famous super comedian, queen of comedy herself, Monique, will be on Rodney Perry Live next week. So I- I'm so excited about that. Monique is uh, my one of my personal angels. Uh, my first guest was Kim Whitley, who was another one of my angels. But Monique has also been very instrumental in helping me find my way through this uh, comedy game, this comedy industry. Uh, with that, I want to bring this guy on the line. I talked to him at the very top of the show uh, Mrs. Dwayne Omar is in the building. What's up, Dwayne? What's
3: happening? What's happening, Mr. Perry? I'm blessed. I cannot complain. How you doing, brother?
1: Now, now for, just just for my own edification, could you
3: tell my audience who you are and your pedigree? Well, um, if I just not just not to take up too much time, I was former music director, uh, for Ralph Tresvant. Um uh, myself and a. My boy uh, Cornell Brown did his original demos to help him get his first album deal. Remember Sensitivity, Sensitivity? Wow. all that stuff. We did the Japan tour. We did the uh, Budweiser Super uh, Superfest tour back in '89 through '91 with uh, you know everybody from Babyface to LL Cool J on the tour. Hammer, you know all all, all the folks that was uh, making us feel good when we went to concerts back in the day. You didn't have to duck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I got a catalog of about 3,000 songs. You hit me up on a on the cap, and, you know, I've been one of them, one of them brothers behind the scene that, uh, you know, stood on the opposite side of the camera while they was taking the pictures. I was on the other side because I was heavily into the business side. I wanted to get the cheddar, you know what I mean? Hey, hey, hey
1: speaking of the cheddar, uh, you got your finger back in the business right now with these kids, uh, the swag kids, and yeah. they have a, a, a record called Jerk to My Knees Hurt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. that um, you were in the video. <laughs> I, I am in the video and uh I, I think I think it's so awesome the way you're empowering these kids, man. Uh, how, how did they, how did they come to your your uh on your radar?
3: Um basically um my um my kids are always been heavily uh involved in the music uh my ex is uh, uh Ralph Tresman's um sister so you know it's kind of they kind of had it from both sides you know and um they go to school the Vista Marriott High School uh with this group called um uh these these fellas called the Swag kids mm-hmm. and um i had been hearing something about them went to one of the little school functions and seen how they turned up the gymnasium and at the time, my son wasn't actually in the group. It was, it was three, still three members, but now um, Young Stacks is in the group, a.k.a. Young Omar, Kid Swag and Swag Cracks. And basically, those guys were basically, wherever they performed, they would set the place on fire. And uh, wherever, whatever medium that they had, uh, they were always excelling, whether it was just on YouTube or just on, you know, the school grounds or whatever, they would always draw crowds. So um, when I found out that they could write, I got with the parents. And um, there was a show called Who's Got Skills, which, by the way, is going on tour and uh, doing some 55 cities, and like right. actually on it, Uh, make a long story short. And I just was drawn to them because it was almost like uh, a cake that was already baked just needed to be frosted. And... Um, yeah, and I introduced them to the publishing side and show them, you know, how to to put that uh, lyrical real estate in place. So when their kids come up, when they got their own kids, you know, they're not uh, among those starving musicians or those horror stories that you that even Chucky touched on uh, in the last interview. bring up to Chucky, you know. Absolutely. So so
1: um, I think it's awesome that you would um, uh, give those guys an opportunity at publishing because that that doesn't happen every day. Am I right?
3: Oh no! Absolutely And Actually, they they'll hide that fact from you, but I I shot straight with them from day one when I spoke to the parents that that weren't really in in the business, but they understood numbers. I said, this is what it looks like if you participate in creating a master's with me. This is what it looks like if I do it by myself, hands down. <laughs> you know, wow. one, one, one of the, one of the, uh, the parents, uh, actually two of them participated earlier, in, and then one uh, kind of ran a distance with me, uh, uh, big ups to Denise Roberson. And in uh, the rest is history. We're, we've got uh, two of situations on the table as we speak. And as a matter of fact, thanks to you, um you know uh brought more awareness to folks that normally wouldn't be uh have an eye or ear for the judge movement um we get hit up by folks as far away as China to come in, and do stuff wow, um, incredible and uh yeah, yeah God is good i complain hey
1: hey dwayne man
3: it, where can people uh find the music find you online a couple of ways they can go to my facebook uh dwayne omar uh on Facebook. Uh, that's O-M-A-R-R. Um They can hit up the MySpace, of course, MySpace forward slash Dwayne Omar. They can also hit uh, the Swag Kids on, on YouTube, which they have a new joint called I'm Creased, that the first day we put it up, which was just this past Sunday, already got about 1,400 hits, and we just put it up literally. Um, and um, it features uh, a, a, a jerking crew that got about a half a million hits on YouTube called In Living Color. They're okay. coming up taking them even signing them if I can find one or two of them the rap. Right. <laughs> but uh, they can go check out I'm Creased. Uh, that's the way, uh, I guess, that uh, young generation uh, refers to their style now, you know, C-R-E-E-Z-E-D on okay. YouTube, and uh, they, they're doing their thing. we got to come kidnap you for another video in a minute because folks are looking for part two.
1: Oh, hey man! You know I'm, I'm I need those swag kids. Hey, hey, yeah, hey yeah. man! Thank you so much for for listening, man. Please stay on the line. Keep listening. We got some more calls. You know I will. Hey, God bless, you, Roddy. Uh, I'm, I'm coming to you 702. 702, Hello. You are on the air, Roddy Perry Live. Hey. Who is this? Hey man, it's Ed in
2: Las Vegas. Man, how you doing? Oh, what's up, Ed? Yeah, I just love your show, man. I like it, man. You, you got an action fact, goddamn thing going on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Ed, I thank you for calling, man. How, how you doing down there in Vegas, today? What's y'all weather like?
2: Hey, you know, it's hot. I don't even know why you ask. You all the It's
1: hot as hell.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's super hot. Hey. I'm about to go get me a slice of pizza and go get me a 7-Up, man. That's all I'm going to do. I ain't going to do nothing else. But I'm I, not mad I like at show, that. Man.
1: Hey, man, yeah. so so you, you enjoyed the show today? Yeah, yeah,
2: check your book on. Hey, man, listen, I always thought I would like to go on tour as a singer and do all-new edition songs, man. I'd be like, Mr. Telephone, man.
1: Get up in there. And
2: just make them all, man. i do You got to cool it now. You got to watch out.
1: Yeah, i do them all, man. Give me one more. Give me one more.
2: Oh, girl, I'm leaving you. I tell you when <laughs> I know how you must feel. But if your love for real, yeah, you didn't think I knew about that. You? <laughs> I think you, you 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 you
1: you surprised me with that one. Yeah, yeah. you, you i got
2: got Another guy talking about Ralph President. I'd be like, the, girl, I know it's been hard since you went away. You need a man with. Do what I got to do And break her heart uh-huh. I don't want to see her cry But it's hard to live a life I'm a strong cold gentleman Wait a
1: minute, who are you? And man, you just turned out my show, man I yeah, love man. it hey, yeah, I man. like you,
2: you're a good guy, man You should call my show one time, man I got a show on Thursday night Oh, we you, you know what? I will
1: tell, uh, publicize it, man. Tell my audience what it is, uh, please. I don't really
2: remember it too much. I got <laughs> it's, on it's on Thursday. It's on uh, wait a minute, Thursday night at ten o'clock if you're on the east side of the country, seven o'clock if you're on the west side of the country.
1: Okay, and yeah. how do I get to it? Is it online? Yeah. Is, is it is it real? Nah, it's online? on that
2: blog talk thing, man. It's on the blog talk. Oh, you're on blog talk. What's the name of the show?
1: It's the Ed show. It's the
2: Ed show. Yeah, I never look look look, look when you go on Block Talk and you go on the comedy section, you right behind me. You like oh, okay, okay, right well, you're well, behind well, me. Well, that Blog team guy number one. Um that guy must get like ten million listeners,
1: man. <laughs> right, we need to go on his show. Hey, hey, Ed, man, yeah. thank you so much for calling. Hey. And hey, I they, met hey. Kim
2: Whitley I met Kim Whitley one time. She's sexy. I was a, she was doing a movie called Beverly Hood. You remember that? With I Lila do remember Beverly Arfieri Hood. I, yeah, Lila RCA. Woo! Man, I had lunch with her one time at
1: Roscoe's. No, you didn't.
2: Yeah, I did. This before she was famous though. She was
1: hey, she a, I already been talking
2: with her De Niro. She boy, boy, already boy, been talking hey, with
1: hey. Ed, you are yeah. blowing up my chat room. The chat room is loving oh. you. Shouts out to the, the chat room. Shouts out to Setty J, True View Radio, uh, <laughs> Net, uh, all my our good friends in the chat room, all the guests that came in today. Thank y'all for tuning in. And um, I, I actually this this week I didn't. Um, uh, hit blog talk to feature this show, which I should have. But uh, this show has been one of the greatest shows that I've done, uh, especially with Ed, you calling in. Thank you so much, Ed. How you doing, man? Yeah,
2: I'm doing good. Eat some, you know I got an Oreo challenge, don't you? Uh-uh, what's that? I've been eating Oreos ever since the beginning of the year, and I'm trying to eat 10,000 by the end of the year. Well, where you at? I'm a- 5,191 I ate so far. Well, you're a little donuts. behind then, Ed. Uh, well, sometimes I got other stuff I'm doing. I got to eat, like go to KFC or, you know, McDonald's or something. I can't just eat Oreos every single minute of the day, but I'll do it if I got to. Once well, Ed, I get closer, I'll probably buckle down and do it.
1: So, 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 let me, what's the math on that? Let me, let me do the math on that. If you do. Hold on. I got eat like
2: thirty three Oreos a day, man. It's only like nineteen hundred calories, something like that. But I get two thousand calories a day. The doctor said. Well, the doctor you actually told me to
1: stop doing it. Really? Yeah. Your, he your blood turned black, woman. Huh? I said your blood might turn black.
2: I don't know. I, I was. I at first I was. I was eating them single stuff because the store I go to was out of double stuff, and I was having to open it up and put a piece of cheese in between there to make it a double. <laughs> and then it was all right. <laughs> but now they got double uh, stuff. You buy three pack, you get three packs of double stuff for five dollars over at the grocery store.
1: Hey, they wanna know are you smoking weed in addition to this. Uh uh. Now I
2: don't be doing all that stuff. They don't
1: mess with that knock
2: Yeah, my son my son, I live with my son, he be doing all that stuff. But hey oh hey, 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 I got I got, I
1: got three minutes I got three minutes I gotta make this don't announcement. Me. And uh, I want to thank you for calling in. Y'all, that's Ed. You can hear him on his show uh, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Or you can hear him over there with my boy Spanky Brown uh, when he's over there with them as well. That's, that's my man. <laughs> did, he, did Ed come on my show and sing? You are a gangster. I love this. This is what Blog Talk Radio is all about. It's about having a good time, having fun, producing your own show, making it happen for yourself um uh thank you to my guests today thank you to chucky booker thank you to uh, uh Dwayne omar who called in as well thank you to marcelina olan and thank you to ed for calling in and singing new edition hits that's what it's all about this is rodney perry live what is my announcement well uh this is it um of course, if, if you've been paying attention to the trades, you know that Monique, a uh, comedian uh, extraordinaire, has a new nighttime talk show. Well, Rodney Perry will be on that show as well. That's right. I will be joining Monique on a nighttime sh- talk show on BT. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be off the chain. I know some of y'all going, I knew she was going to put you on there. Well, you don't really know. You don't really know till you know, and uh, it's a done deal, so I'm excited about that. So you guys stay tuned. The name of the show is The Monique (laughs) Show, and it'll be on BET this fall. We start shooting next month, and uh, it's going to be completely off the chain. I will continue to do my blog talk radio show, so y'all stay tuned and stay with me. This show is off the chain. You guys have been incredible today. I hope you enjoyed my show Please continue to favorite my show, favorite the show, archive the show, go on iTunes, go to RodneyPerry.com, go to my Facebook, my Twitter, my MySpace, do all those things. And after you do that, spread your wings, fly away.